Welcome into Speaking Sports, episode 11. Me and the coach here talking about the NCAA playoff poll. It just came out. I have lots of questions, most of which are irritating me, and I'm sure they're going to irritate you too. Stay with us. We'll be right back. So it's that time of year again. Welcome to the microphones, my buddy Lowell Whiteman, 360 Mindset. Joining me in studio today. Hi there. <laughs> it's the time of day and the time like of season. I felt like I'm going to welcome back Cotter all of a sudden. <laughs> well, Hi you know, there. It's, we're pensive. I was, that was my pensive thought. Uh, you know, we're thinking about strategy and placement in the playoffs, and it's way too early for that stuff for me. You know what? It's interesting that you say that because here's, here's the poll. Sorry, that was a listen airplane. I'd be dead now. <laughs> All right, um, you said that. So, what is is there value in a poll this early? And I'm going to counter that question later on, but because I I've got a theory. But just like you said, it's, it's a little early for it. I, so, so let me I, let me give you the poll real quick. Yeah, just through the top eight or nine: Georgia one, Bama two, Michigan State's three, Oregon's four. That would if the playoff started today, Correct. which it is not. Yeah. Those would be your four teams. Then followed by Ohio State at five, UConn at six, Michigan at seven at nine and one, and then Oklahoma at number eight, and then Wake Forest sitting undefeated at number nine. But there are a lot of things that have to play out in this poll for it to have started today. So what? Where's the value in a poll this early? What, well, the, what key, we- the key word in what you're saying is value, and who's to define the word value? There's economic value. There's skill value, there's sport value, and right now it's not tilted to any one of those latter ones. It's te- tilted towards economic value. You come out with the poll now for the teams that you just listed, they from just look at it from a merchandising standpoint. Their merch is going to go up. If we were to do a corresponding curve of this playoff listing from 1 through 10, the domers, which you didn't mention, they're going to be insulted by that as number 10. You have a, a lot of heavy merchandising teams there. So they come out of the poll – you're, you're going to have products sold. So there's there's a, a play to that and play to what we're doing right now. Podcasting, broadcasting, people getting audience to do what we're doing right now. That's the real value. It doesn't improve the value of the athlete or the skill set of the game that's required to... It's free coverage. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's Absolutely. free coverage. Absolutely. It's free publicity. It's Because yep. every, every sports talk radio show in America was talking about that today at some form. We're going to devote a whole show to it. So we've fallen into that trap, too. Well, and, and everybody has their angle to what they want to pitch to draw the intention to engage their audience and, and what that audience is because there's a lot of breaking news. I mean, everything from baseball to NFL football and, and many things, but you, you pick your poison. Well, which is the biggest audience that attracts the NC, that's attracted to NCAA? Well, it's moms and dads and uncles and aunts, which typically many of them don't watch those other things that are breaking news is that so NCAA has got a huge huge loyal community there's a difference between the word community and audience audience is fickle community sticks well NCAA fans and football in particular has a community do you think that the poll in its first week is to some degree staged well when you I mean because (laughs) I mean think about what I just said Georgia and Alabama are not gonna be one and two yeah unless I guess you could you could give some scenario Still don't happen to think if you lose your last game, you fall from one to two. You might fall from one to four. 
you might have an argument there. I still think that you need to win your conference championship, but that's just me. So, to that end, Georgia and Alabama are not going to be number one and two no matter what. Did they put Bama there for this type of banter coast to coast? Is that something they're trying to poke the bear with? Whether And I've been around the, the groups that vote on this stuff and make the decisions, and I don't know that there's ever really been a conscious thought about Alabama or Georgia or whoever it was at the time, Clemson in years past, Auburn in years past that they consciously, hey, let's put them up top because they're going to draw a lot of attention and, and bump up this value in the economic field a lot more because they have justification here. You know, their records are their records, their, their play is their play, but at the same time, you, your point's well taken. It, it, we still have three, four, five weeks worth of season left before they're going to get um, that Thanksgiving week off or the week after that, before the first bowl game happens, and then you wait and wait until you actually have the, the playoffs. Uh, so it, it, it's a timing thing for the value of the economics. So I, I think there's a little bit of that thought when they're talking about it, but they try to make it legit. Well, know? and they try even harder in the press conference afterwards, trying to say, uh, this is why we did this, this is why we did that, but they are – each team has its own proprietary argument for and against being in or not being in, and then you can't take the argument. The argument that I used to keep Cincinnati out, you're not allowed to use <laughs> to keep Michigan State out. We use a different yeah. argument to put Michigan State in that could very well apply to Cincinnati, but we're not letting Cincinnati in. Well, and you make a really good point, especially when you look all the way down to number 10, with Notre Dame there, you know, because Notre Dame has who they played and their record to date could justify them being at least ahead of Wake Forest. Or at least ahead of Ohio State. Yeah, so there's no question that... Or a one-loss Alabama team. I don't care. Yeah. If that's any... There's not another one-loss team in the top four but Alabama. Now... You got to look at who they play. They did that. You got to win the games that you have to play. Yeah, yeah. You know... You're going to knock Cincinnati because they played SMU and Tulane and blah, blah, blah. Okay, but that was their schedule. You know, the only reason that Alabama's got a tougher schedule than Cincinnati is because the teams in their conference are better. Yeah. But you can't control that. So why don't we just call it the Power 5 NCAA playoff? Well, and you know, not behind the scenes, but what's working in days to come is um, those Power Five conferences having their own league. <laughs> That's been yeah. discussed with the NCAA. And there's all kinds of things going on. But the reality for right now, for today, with these, these top ten playoff teams uh, and the schedule of the top four and how they're going to play off to we, with each other at this time, the value is in the, the presentation, the images of the team, to build something more than just the the athletes <laughs> it's to build the school and the attention to the networks to get get some play uh, that's my belief so why do you think that the committee's cherry picking teams i, th- I th- well you know maybe we ought to back it up yeah i think they are yeah i do because number one cincinnati's number two in the ap and the coaches poll but they're number six on this poll yeah and that is just nothing but a bunch of arbitrary people sitting around a table saying well we think that this team is better than that team. So yeah. what does what does winning have to do with it at that point? I I I don't 
I'm not saying that Alabama's not one of the top yeah. five. I'm not saying that. But Alabama had their chance and lost to A&M. Georgia, should Georgia lose to Alabama in the SEC championship game? They will have had their chance to beat Bama and didn't. So why should they get another chance over a team that you said, oh, wasn't good enough to be up there, but they're still standing? Why shouldn't they have their opportunity? Well, and you're talking about a situation that has repeated itself again this year in your thought because Clemson was in that situation a few years back. When, when people thought that Clemson should not get a, a, you know, a second chance to, to take a shot at people they had lost to. Um, and, again, it's that we can flip coins as to when does money play a stronger role. In, don't have to. Yeah, well, <laughs> you don't. don't it, have to flip a coin. It's there. <clears throat> so right now we're asking ourselves, why? what's the influence there? I think it's money. As I said, it's the economic value that's there um, versus when we get to the, the week before Thanksgiving, when really it all comes to an end, and, you know, the playoff stuff starts to be formulated. Um, my, my biggest push is about the players, the kids. The game is, should be about the kids. And too often with these kind of scenarios, it's not a focus on the kids. It's a focus on the institution. It's a focus on the merchandising, the broadcasting, and the value that, that all that has together collectively. So Let me tell you something. You give up focus on the kids after a little league. <laughs> you can forget focus on yeah. the kids. When money's involved, nah, I don't care. Well, and we both have seen the influence of uh, economic power even at the, you know, little league level or the peewee league in football, Pop Warner stuff, and, you know, junior tennis. Or, or just the junior league that the basketball, the AAU leagues and yeah, basketball, oh, yeah. that's yeah. all about money, and it's permeated itself into that. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> that it's for the kids argument kind of goes by the wayside after, at a certain – and sp- certainly not here in, in college football the, the when you nine, talk about money. The, the one thing that is nice to see is that we still have the, the little league mindset from the, the coach, the press guy that's in these committees that make the decisions trying to influence – the body of, of voters, the body of the selection committee, uh, they don't always win. They don't have a lot of influence, but at least to see that there's a presence of that is encouraging. Um, but the other thing I, I always look at is the, the amount of competition available to kids uh, to play. Um, they, they can play at many different levels. One of the examples of that is the NIT versus the NCAA. You know, and you can argue about, you know, again, what we're talking about, who gets placed when and where, and how did you not get in when you had such a great season and you were relegated to the NIT. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a, a number of examples outside of um, NCAA football that, that supports what we're talking about. I, I just hope that when they make the selections, the selections bear out their, their wisdom or lack thereof um, in competition. That there's a, there are good games, and the, the, the coaches and the kids show up, and they're not influenced by the, um, the jaundiced. <laughs> well, and if the poll stayed like it was, and these were the four teams, I think that goes a really long way to expansion in the playoffs. But I don't know why you need fuel for that. I think everybody wants to see it. But going back to my, other, my, my earlier point, if you don't want the – the group of five conferences involved. Why, why can't we just say it? And I, now I have yeah. an answer for that. I tell you why we can't just say it. Big money, power five conferences need those eyeballs. They need those fans to survive, and they have taken it for granted. And until the power five power five conferences, if they wanted to really be in this, they need to say, you know what? 
We're not doing any more blood money games. We're not going to play you. We don't want to play you. We're going to play our own conference. We're going to play each other out of conference. You're not including us in your playoff anyway. We're going to go do our own. Well, and that's still part of the discussion that hasn't yet come to fruition about what does the big the Power Five do if they do anything outside of the NCAA. Uh, and they still may, but those that kind of rhetoric has been spun around a lot about, you know, if you're not going to let us, <laughs> if you're not going to let us do this, I'm going to take my ball and go home. <laughs> yeah, well. And do what I want. Uh, and they could. Uh, but the other thing that has been powerful with them not doing it yet is the fact that there is still some strength in um, their system of having a, a lesser team play in the preseason. You know, and they get some get started kind of going, and they they promote other conferences and other teams with that money. Now that being said, the downside is that other team, other than the money, how much, if anything, did it damage their program and d- diminish it at all? So there's lots of different philosophies that that are permeated out of the this mid season polling thing, and then at the end of the season, I had uh, a lot of experience with. Uh, uh, NCAA football at the the mid major size, and then the uh, Division One, and then the Division Two and Division Three. And if you go down to Division Two and Division Three, you've got one or two exceptional athletes that could have gone Division One, and then the rest of everybody else is just kind of there playing the game that they love. And I've I've seen some of the best competition I've ever you know witnessed. Now, well, and you're going to see better because the transfer portal. Well, yeah. The we, other guys that yeah. didn't go with those guys are playing third and fourth strength on Alabama's team, and they're not getting to play there. Yeah, exactly. And, and now they, they have a vehicle by which they don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, I think that you're going to see some parity to uh, Alabama's uh, – and well, Alabama, Clemson, Auburn, all the uh, – heck, uh, USC, UCLA, other teams, other conferences, the Big Ten teams, Penn State, and what have – Michigan, Iowa, whatever – they're, they're being a little bit um, balanced out because of that, uh, that uh, transfer uh, portal issue uh, because they can't hang on to these kids. Uh, NIL has some inform- insight on that as well. Kids are now not necessarily pinned down by a coach or an institution they recruited to yeah. because they have a little bit of freedom and choice in what they can do. Now, how long will that last? How, when will it be countered? by, you know, guidelines and rules within the, the bodies that regulate it. Um, it, it. The power and privilege thing is, is something that we have to watch on behalf of the sport and the players. Do you think the Power 5 schools are, um, I mean, not the Power, the Group of Five are placating the Power Fives to a degree for the money? I mean, are they a little bit complicit in what's happening to them right now? Well, the quick answer is yes, because of what they do preseason. You know, we have that big money. I mean, we're talking six, seven-figure exchanges of money with little or smaller conferences, uh, talented teams, but they play the Alabamas. You know, uh, the Michigan has their, you know, Division Two team that they play at the beginning of the season as a warmer-upper, and they pay them a, a bunch of money. I mean, uh, we uh, CSU played Alabama, and they paid them over a million dollars to, mm. to come to Alabama. And it was a two, two-game contract. So that, yeah, they do. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk through the poll one more time, and I want to know what your poll looks like. Yeah. Top six, top yeah. seven, top ten. And got a couple. I got one interesting thing I'm going to throw into you're not ready for. All right. You're listening to Speaking Sports. We'll take this quick break, and we'll be right back.
All right, everyone from athletes to weekend warriors sometimes catch a cramp when they're competing or working out. When you need relief fast, you want to reach for KRT Relief Cream. Just rub a little where it hurts, and KRT's patented technology works quickly to calm the nerves that are causing the cramps. KRT comes in cream or gel and works great for everyone. So go to krtrelief.com and enter promo code SNS20. That's SNS20 to receive 20% off your first KRT order. That's www.krtrelief.com. Welcome back to Speaking Sports, live from Avcare RNS Studios, brought to you by KRT SNS20. Is the code KRTRelief.com. Don't forget to go get some. We're going to be out at the uh, Athletic Directors Conference in Denver, Colorado in December. So come out and see us. As soon as I get a booth number, I'll let you know. We're going to be doing some things with Coach from the booth, the KRT booth. So that'll be kind of cool. Don't want to miss that. So come on out there. That's, uh, what is that, December 11th, 12th, and 13th, yeah. something like that? It's that weekend. Yeah, it's, it's, we set up over the, the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have this set up there. We invite everybody to come by and maybe do a spot with us. And be like old home week. That'll for be kind of fun. So the real poll, I went over at the beginning of the show, Georgia 1, Bama 2, Michigan State 3, Oregon 4, Ohio State 5, UConn 6, Michigan 7, Oklahoma eight and Wake Forest nine. Yep. Yep. What what would you do different? Well, because I have more than a fair share of information about the the programs and the legitimacy, and you brought it up earlier about Cincinnati and the, on the wins they have against the teams that they have those wins against. And I, I would not rank Cincinnati as high. I'd put Cincinnati um, at um, somewhere around the number eight through 10 spot and, and move Notre Dame up because of who Notre Dame has played. But Notre Dame lost to UConn. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm sorry, Cincinnati. Yeah, that I understand that. But that's the same thing as if we look at Alabama-Clemson or Alabama-Auburn, Alabama-Georgia, and, and, and when they're all ranked in the top five, not, not this year, but when, when those situations happen and you have those quality teams lose to somebody else but Cincinnati hasn't gotten the tradition of consistent winning behavior this is a year that that they they didn't play that I mean it, it was a fluky kind of win in my opinion it was double digit was it really I 11 points well at Notre Dame that was one that was their second game wasn't it I don't know. Yeah. They played I, it when it came on the schedule. I, I'm going to argue with you no, that. I, I, I mean, I, I'm going to argue with you a lot. I get your argument about because it. Because up until this year, the knock on the group of five teams, they didn't have a quality win. So now we're giving them a quality win, and you're saying that a quality team that didn't win and, and Cincinnati doesn't have a history of winning, which is yeah. that branding thing. Okay, yeah. well, how many people are on this team that were on the team last year or the year before or the year before that? Well, you're you bringing can, up some factors that aren't considered when they make well, the choices. That's what makes it wrong. Yeah, they, they don't make the choices. Now, that being said, I'll go right to Michigan State because Michigan State is the other side of that. Their 8-0 eight, their eight no record is fairly legitimate as yeah. to who they've beaten. I don't disagree, uh, but I heard a guy on the radio this morning 
talking about he would have never put Michigan State that high. They they got their win over Michigan, but they don't have another quality win. They just barely beat blah, 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 blah. No, you see what I mean? We talked about no, it earlier. I, I, I get it. Everybody has a proprietary argument yep. for that school, and then it doesn't apply to anybody else. And that's the hypocrisy of this whole thing. Well, and, and yet, with the exception of Cincinnati, the four, five, and six picks on this poll are pretty well placed as far as I'm concerned. Um, I don't necessarily agree with, uh, you know, Georgia's 8-0 is pretty stout. Alabama's 7-1, giving them a two spot. I'm a little arguing on that. I'd put them more like a five um, based on how they've, how they've played and, and the condition of the wins that they've gotten. Um, but other than that, and the Notre Dame, well, and Oklahoma too. I would move Oklahoma a little higher. They've, they've constantly improved through you know from through those nine wins you know jeff fisher was fond of saying it's not a beauty contest it's a math contest <laughs> you, you you win you either win or you don't win yeah. and the knock on oklahoma right now is they're not beating 80 people 80 to nothing that's their only knock yeah i heard somebody say oh well they're just now finding their identity except that they're undefeated mm-hmm. they've lost fewer games than alabama they've lost fewer games than michigan and they've lost fewer games than Ohio State. Well, and they've been more consistent in their development through those those wins. You know, from number one all the way to where they're at right now, they've constantly improved, adjusted, and adapted. You know, but we don't measure that. You know, that's not something that's easily quantifiable compared to a Texas A and M, who with your Arkansas uh, jersey on right now, you know what that went down early in the season, and. Texas A&M is a little bit schizophrenic. You know, they're, they're okay. So, was that a quality win for Arkansas, or was it a no, fluke against a quality team? No, in in fact, if you look at that from the standpoint, notice of, how I just threw your words right back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you and you should because that's the way we should look at the the whole situation. Texas A&M, uh, or sorry, Arkansas won a good game against a team that was um, trying to win, trying to do the right thing, and then for whatever reason, one aspect of the three that are important offense defense and special teams they goofed it up which was defense in most cases for them and a little bit of special teams and and arkansas should be complimented for their ability to adjust and adapt and excel and and do what they needed to do now at this time i think arkansas in this in this poll are they even listed in the top no 25? they shouldn't they shouldn't be they've lost three in a row they well i was looking at their top 25 well, listing. no i think listed. they dropped out of the top 25 yeah, as well after they lost to Auburn, they dropped out of the top. I think they're like thirty. If you watch, if you followed it all the way down, yeah, 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 you'd find them about twenty-seven, thirty. They've got Mississippi State in Fayetteville this weekend. Mississippi State's actually in this poll at seventeen, and they're going to get throttled Saturday. And as we say that, and I we look at um, teams like uh, Fresno State seven and two compared to a Penn State. Yeah, yeah. So. We don't have measure, quantitative numbers on the things you and I are talking about, right. which are usually the things that get the most argument about why so-and-so in there versus such-and-such. Well, and I contend you could have put Alabama at five, and should they have beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, they're in. Exactly. But, and, but that would be a justified move. Now, I can only guess that they put them at two. Now, see, here's why this whole thing is – stage to me because I can look through all this and see what they're thinking so here's what here's why they didn't put Bama at five Mm -hmm. with a loss and put them at two because if they go into Georgia in the SEC championship game and they win then they're going to be one or two in the final poll yeah 
And if they're one, they're going to get to play the worst team of the four. If they were five and beat Georgia, they might get up to three. Maybe not. Georgia probably would drop out at that point. But it's staged like this so that – and, you know, they got Ohio State perched right there. If Ohio mm-hmm. State was to go into the Big Ten championship game and beat Michigan State, they'll be in. And you watch, they'll move to third or fourth. They won't be able to protect them. They're going to have to play somebody good. Yeah. You know, well, that's all they can do. I quite honestly think uh, that Ohio State will beat Michigan State, even though I'd like to see the Spartans win that game. Where the, is that game? Do you know? Uh, I, I, I know it's, it's, a, a, it's a quiz. I it's don't, a, it's I a neutral idea. field, too, and I don't think they've even picked it. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think they've no, even picked surely it. surely not. No, I thought they were going to do that concept this year. I may be wrong. Oh, maybe you mean ne- for the, maybe, the maybe championship yeah, game? Yeah, maybe it's um, next year. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I believe that, that Ohio State will, in fact um, – make it a real messy uh, stew on picking the playoffs because they'll beat Michigan State and get the chance to get up in the top th- top four. All right, so if, 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 they, if, it, if they were in sixth mm-hmm. and Cincinnati was ahead of them. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> it's even a better suit. And Ohio State beat Michigan State. Yeah. Is who's in? Which one of the two's in? Oh, gosh, six. Just, I, we're just going to take those two. Well, and I, I think S- you – Switch them and tell me who's in. If Ohio State, Cincinnati wins out, yeah. Ohio State's beat Michigan State. And Cincinnati's ahead of them going into that last week. Who's in? I would like to think they do the right thing and Cincinnati's in. But <laughs> they won't. You're a funny dude. Yeah, they won't. Okay, now let me ask. Now, here's the one I'm going to throw you with. I didn't dawn on me until this morning that Cincinnati and Ohio State are both in Ohio. <laughs> Is the Ohio State legislature involved in this? No, it's have, in the water. It's have, in the have water. They, have they gone to the committee and said, look, I don't care what you do. Ohio State's our school. They got to be in there. If it comes down to one of the two, yeah. we want Ohio State well, in there. It's before it even gets to the committee. It, it's, there's lobbying going on oh, between yeah. leadership at the administrative level between the schools and coaches. I mean, you, look, I've been in the room – when uh, a certain head coach in Alabama was lobbying his rear end off, uh, and in, in a very kind, you know, coach-like way, you know, having a chat, you know, <laughs> but you know who he is, oh, yeah. and you know what his purpose is, and he's saying, you know, it would be a shame, you know, those kind of phrases. If we, uh, you know, and you make and you make a statement after that, a or, shame for who? Well, that's the the question that wasn't answered yet. In what that, about the rest of us? Do they care? Well, he doesn't. Well, of course he doesn't. But he's making everybody else think that we all care what happens to him. Well, and, and we don't. And in, the, in their world, whether it's that coach or any other head coach that's in this condition, they care about their unit. And that's, I shouldn't say it that way, their team. <laughs> their team in that room, in that locker room. And that's it. Because beyond that, it doesn't affect play. What affects play is what we do in this room, on that field, and, and, and move forward. So they don't really care if they're truthful to themselves. I want to be number one in, or one through four. That's what I want to be. Well, I understand why the coach of that team doesn't care. I don't understand why every I, – I, I, I look at everything. I like to say I look at everything three-dimensionally. And I think they're missing the third dimension of all this. I think they're going to push people – like the referees push the Tennessee fans and the group of five folks are going to start throwing golf balls here pretty soon. I, I mean, I really do. I mean, 
I don't. I, I think if they if somebody could convince them that they could go do their own thing, and have a bigger audience to do it, that they would that they would do it. They that, would they would thrive in that, and the money would. You might not have as much money, but you won't need as much money either. You get your own TV deals. You don't have to. In fact, we should start a company that goes and starts a Power Five deal separate of the NCAA. Well, and this, get our own TV deals and get our own national championship and well, just the, do that. The structure is already there. They're talking about that now. But the th- thing you said that was key is it was your question posed about w- if they got as big or bigger audience if with their change. And they would. And, well, that's what they're concerned about. And they don't believe it right now or they would have pulled the trigger. Because they've got the structure. They've laid it out. They've talked about it amongst the... The, the Power Five, as to our, our own deal, separate from the NCAA. In fact, they've even presented it to the NCAA uh, about what, what they're going to do or not do. And um, it, just, it just hasn't gotten legs because the assessments they've made about the audience potential and the revenue streams are not the same as what they have been used to, which then says to them, we don't want to do it right now. We're going to continue to evaluate. Well, they need to check who's giving them their data. Well, I because I, I contend that it, even let's just say they played chicken with the Power Five. We're doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guarantee you their deal would get better. Well, that's what's holding them. Has they're hesitating because they're not sure yet. And and I'm I'm only stating what what networks and um, uh, press agents and PR people have said to them about the assessment. Um, and right now they, they're looking at well this I got this bird in the hand I'm not sure I'm going to get one over here, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but all great things come out of that that th- theory. Well, you, you don't know? have as many forward thinking optimism. Here's the thing, and I can you, I'll just want. equate it as an Arkansas Razorback. Mm-hmm. Let's just say they did it, mm-hmm. and let's just say that Arkansas decided to go do that. They decided to go be the big fish in the Conference USA pond yep. as opposed to stay with the NCAA. I would watch the rest of those guys less than I watch the NFL. And I like the NFL. I don't live and die by it. I have a team. When they're bad, it doesn't keep me up at night. And wherever these guys are playing, that's where I'm going to be watching. And if there's more pe- more eyes on those games, that's where the money's going to be. Well, and you're not you're not wrong. I mean, there's not a right or wrong here. You're you're, you're saying something that is a truism because there are fan. Base. It's a decent opinion. Yeah, yeah. Pe- fans follow their favorites, especially if it's a if it's a uh, lineage of fan base from gr- grandfather to great grandfather and so on. So you've got that. But the con- the concern that we're talking about for those power brokers up here in the in the power five uh, teams and conferences is that. They believe there's a dilution because that is happening. Those Arkansas fans have streaming services that they can go watch that has nothing to do with the SEC or even the U.S. Conference USA or whatever they're in. So they they see this dilution, and what they look for right now is, well, what do we got right now? Well, we've got a concentration of mass, and the networks as well as our own private networks drive in money to us. So to think about a change that might dilute it to a place we can't recover it, they're not thinking forward enough to – to make a plan and then believe in the plan to, to go ahead and do it. And I think for the, from the fans' perspective, that's not a bad thing because they, they're getting a, a good show right now. Well, there's good entertainment value in it. There's more eyes. There, there are more teams and fans not in Power 5 conferences mm-hmm. 
And once you make the importance of, I mean, you remember when your kids were playing Little League? Oh, yeah. Most important game of the day was the game your kid was playing. I was using the, the concession most, stand the when that happened. The most important league the kids were playing in was the league you were playing in. Yeah. Whatever championship was getting played, if it was a district, South Nashville, Tennessee, or Tennessee statewide, eight-year-olds, that was the most important thing in your mind. And there's more of us than there are them. Well, and the benefit to those time periods to now is we can stream stuff now. When my kids, there yes. wasn't that streaming stuff. I, I had to make sure I didn't get on the concession stand schedule so I could see my kids' playoff game and not be stuck in the window serving licorice <laughs> and snow cones uh, to kids. Serve licorice at Oh, you games. know, the little red, is... the Twizzler oh, stuff? Twi- okay, oh, gosh, yeah. they're just going when crazy. When I think of licorice, I just think of black no, stuff. No, the that red Twizzler, really the big good. buckets yeah. of oh, Twizzlers, yeah. you know, yeah. that and popcorn and snow cones. Uh, and I didn't want to be there. So now we've got the streaming service. So even if I'm stuck in the concession stand, even at Go those on, levels, yeah. oh, look at their streaming on field number four. <laughs> I can see the kids play. So they, the, the big players, they know that technology exists. So before we get out of here, nobody's talking about Wake Forest. They're quietly oh, at 8-0, yeah. 9-0 in the ACC, got a chance to win an undefeated ACC team. Not even in our conversation right now. Well, and, and why is that? Well, and it's interesting because they don't pay attention to them. Uh, they, they, because it's not Clemson. Well, exactly. And also, we've set ourselves up to watch the ratings, the, four, the three, four, and five-star players. Where are they? Wake Forest doesn't tend to get those. Hell, even my alma mater at Iowa doesn't tend to get a, a plethora of three, fours, and fives. Mm-hmm. They get, you know, the journeyman threes or the, you know, the wannabe twos, the wannabe fives, you know, kind of thing. And Wake Forest, interestingly enough, they've got talent that is, is going to surprise some people. Um, and if they win their conference to get a shot at the top, <laughs> they got, because they'll be undefeated and Alabama won't be. So look at that. Would you like to be in the room negotiating that choice? <laughs> so you got some breaking news for me, don't you? NFL? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. You know, we got to be prepared to be healthy and well. Well, Aaron Rodgers wasn't that well prepared. So COVID-19 got him on a very bad day because he was going to start against Kansas City. And now oh. his competitor, Mr. Love. Can you believe that? That kid's Mr. Love. Mr. Love. I'm going to call him Mr. Love now. I'm not even going to remember his first name. How about he, Dr. Love? Yo, do, ooh, the doctor. And then we play the Kiss song. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, whenever he comes on the field. And Kansas City's wearing their red jerseys. <laughs> Dr. Love against the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> you know, karma's a... Karma is a thing. It is a thing. You know, he hesitated to say the word that everybody wanted to hear, but maybe the radio doesn't want to have it be posted. Yeah, well, we're so a family I'm show. Glad to be here, guys. Thanks a lot hey, for the time. Hey, what's next for you? You headed back to Denver tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, heading back to Denver. Uh, got to get ready for snow season. I got some junior Olympians getting ready for uh, that huh. season. It's coming up, uh, and snowboarding is not in my, my play until after the first of the year due to a shoulder injury for me. But that and uh, basketball is starting so we got NCAA and uh, basketball programs and interesting this season is NIL people we're going to be working on NIL oh I can help with that name image and likeness rock right. on <laughs> that's going to do it from the Avcare RNS studios krtrelief.com is the place SNS20 is the code we'll see you next time thank coach we'll see you thank you very much <laughs>